Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hi, hey everybody. Welcome back to the Sunday See Their Podcast. Katherine Andrews here, your host, uh, person, human, life coach, teacher. What I wanted to talk about today is something that we dive into significantly in Soothe, and that is the ramifications of nervous system regulation. And I want to talk about this from a different angle through the lens of a gratitude practice. And if you read the Sunday Soother newsletter, you'll know that I wrote about this recently, but I wanted to expand about it on my podcast as well. Um, I want to talk about this because healing cannot happen through mindset alone. Growth cannot happen through mindset alone. And at its core, a gratitude practice is a mindset practice, meaning it is a practice where we are engaging our conscious mind and our intellect in order to try to change the way that we are viewing the world. Now, I am a huge proponent of mindset work, and we spend an entire month on mindset work in Soothe, and it has a lot of benefits. However, if you are coming out of a incredibly dysregulated nervous system, which most highly sensitive people are, and you don't know how to regulate or experience or feel your own emotions, which most highly sensitive people don't, mindset work is going to do bunk for you. <laughs> Maybe not bunk, it can help a little bit, but it's like CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, right? You are trying to force your mind to think in a different way through repetitive practice. And there is an element where the more you look for positive things in your life, uh, the more you do see them. And that can help to a certain extent with healing and growth. But the reality is, is that the thoughts that we are having in our heads and our brains are not necessarily anything more than a reflection of our nervous system state. Our nervous system regulation or lack thereof is what is impacting the majority of what we are thinking of that voice in our head. And if we don't know how to regulate our nervous system and get it back to its state of safety and social engagement, we will be having very dysregulated thoughts as well. And so doing a mindset practice like gratitude is like trying to fix something from the top down instead of from the bottom up. It's just kind of going to put a Band-Aid on a problem that has a much deeper root. And I wanted to explain this through the lens of a gratitude practice, which is something I know that almost everybody on this earth has has tried and, you know, has had a lot of studies about it having a health, uh, health benefits, mental health benefits. And for some of us is a really lovely practice. But I wanted to share my story around gratitude because I had never really seen gratitude talked about as um not working, and as sometimes making people feel worse. So back when I was starting my healing journey, and I was starting to really recognize that I was I was not emotionally doing that well, and that I was struggling with a lot of shame, I was just like, burning my way through self help books and self help podcasts. And one thing that you'll read in so many places is the importance of cultivating a gratitude practice and a gratitude practice can look really simple. But in most cases, what I heard recommended was every morning, wake up and write five to 10 things that you're grateful for. Or every night before you go to bed, write down five to 10 things that that you were grateful for that happened throughout that day. 
And the idea being that you are cultivating your mind to be more able to easily recognize the things that you have in your life, the benefits, the privileges, the beauty, the relationships that you have in your life. And I did this, I tried this for years. I tried gratitude practices for years. And every time I would do a gratitude practice, I have to tell you God's honest truth, I fucking hated it. It made me feel worse. Um, and I could not connect to gratitude in my body. There was such a there was such a gulf of disconnect for me. Like in my head, I would be writing down, I have an apartment, I have this friend, I have my family, I have my health, I have, I had this nice exchange today. And every once in a while, something would connect and I would be like, yeah, I do feel grateful for that. Um, but the other times it just felt like I was writing a laundry list. Like I was just going through the motions of writing a gratitude list. And what happened is one, it made me feel more ashamed because this was a practice that was recommended by literally everybody. And if it didn't work for me, how fucked up and broken must I be? If it worked for everybody else, but it didn't work for me, like what was the point? Nothing was going to work for me. Two, it made me, again, feel more deeply ashamed because I knew how much I had to be grateful for. I've always had a million things to be grateful for. I have so much privilege and abundance in this world, and I always have had. And when I intellectually was aware of how much I should be grateful for, but I couldn't connect to the feeling of gratitude through these gratitude practices, it made me feel even more deeply ashamed. Um, it made me feel like I was a selfish person, that I couldn't see past my own nose in order to connect with all of the abundance I truly had in my life. So gratitude practices for years, I would reattempt them and they would continually make me feel bad about myself. And I assumed that something was inherently broken with me and I would try harder at gratitude practices. And every once in a while, I would just give myself a break and be like, you know, whatever, I'm not going to do this right now. I'll turn to some other things, but I would always come back because it's so recommended. And I would try different ways of gratitude, you know, and I just, I could never connect with a gratitude practice. Now, what I know now (laughs) is that there was a very good reason that I couldn't connect with gratitude. And it wasn't because I was selfish. It wasn't because I was broken. It wasn't because, you know, I was just this privileged person who like didn't care and didn't appreciate all the things and all the abundance she had in her life. I couldn't connect with gratitude because I had been in a state of dysregulation of my nervous system for over a decade. So when we're talking about the nervous system, we're talking about states of a state of regulation The state of regulation is where you feel safe, where you feel connected, where you feel warm, where you feel presence, where you feel gratitude, right? Where you're, where you're feeling the abundance and the awe and the wonder of life, where you're feeling contentment. And there are, you know, other states of dysregulation. And in those states of dysregulation, it is incredibly hard to connect with the feeling of safety. So this is like a tiny bit of a primer for the kind of work that we do in Soothe, but to give you some context here. What happens when you have elements of trauma is that the patterns in your brain that are wired for connection go into being wired for protection. And in particular, I had had a series of emotional and relational trauma over the course of my life that had put me into a state of dysregulation in my nervous system, a, a, a protective state. Now, this is the thing when you're dysregulated in your nervous system, it is always happening because it's how your nervous system reads the best way to protect you from feeling pain. 
And in our case, um, and from feeling pain and, and danger, like what it perceives to be life-threatening danger. Now, in our case, in today's society, I mean, yeah, there are actually plenty of things that can cause physical danger, but a lot of what we're dealing with in dysregulation of the nervous system is actually emotional danger. So it may feel a little crazy or a little weird to be like, oh, I'm so dysregulated, but I'm not I'm safe. There's not anything chasing me. There's nobody hitting me or abusing me. But if you have relational and emotional trauma, which most of us do, especially as highly sensitive people, it is likely that your state of uh, your, your nervous system is in a significant state of dysregulation. And there is usually like an original core wounding. Um, and I guess what I'll tell you is a little bit of my story. So my there's many things that have happened in my life that have been like relationally traumatic for me. Um, but the primary one was when I was in my teens, my mom had a pretty aggressive form of breast cancer and our family being the family it was, we just didn't talk about it. (laughs) And I was 14 or 15 at that time. And I was also going through some bullying. I had entered high school where all of my other good friends, my safety system from middle school had gone to a different high school and I was alone in a new school. Um, I was experiencing some bullying, some exclusion there. And I had this horrible situation going on on home where it was like, maybe my mom's dying, but nobody's talking about it. So there was an enormous uh, fear of abandonment and a relational and emotional trauma that happened for me at that pretty significant age. Now, that emotional trauma has replayed in other key moments of my life, this uh, fear of abandonment and loss of a person that I loved, um, feeling like I had no control over that. It replayed out in a breakup I had when I was about 26 or 27, when the my first love left me for another person in a pretty traumatic way. It happened again in my early 30s when uh, the person I was engaged to left me, right? So I'm having this repeat thing. And so by the time I'd gotten into my early 30s, from what I believe what was happening is my nervous system had completely gone into a numbed out state. There had been so much emotional pain, so much shame, so much fear that had happened for me that my nervous system had just kind of turned the lights off and said, we're not working anymore. And it had put me into this place of disconnection, numbness, um, kind of the freeze state, if you know anything about the nervous system or dorsal vagal shutdown. Now, I didn't really know this because I was also functioning quite well. I was holding a job that I was doing well and I did have friendships. I was dating. Um, I didn't really get what was going on. But I remember being in therapy and a refrain that would happen for me over my 30s was like, I just want to feel like how I used to feel in my 20s, which was like the world was full of wonder and awe. Like I remember going on trips to Italy or trips into nature. And in those moments, I was just like, oh my God, life is wonderful. But then there was also daily moments where I was walking along the streets of DC feeling like the world was full of potential and connection and and wonder. And in my 30s, I could not access that state anymore. And I didn't understand where it had gone. Well, what had happened was that my nervous system had gone into such dysregulation that for most of my 30s, I was in the state of dysregulation that is kind of the numb, frozen state. And I had no idea. And this is why I couldn't connect with a gratitude practice. When you're in a state of numbness, it is pretty damn difficult to access awe, wonder, Uh, connection, gratitude, warmth, right? Or even like lesser emotions like simple peace or contentment. Everything felt super flat. And now I know that it was my body and my system trying to protect me from further emotional pain. It had shut me down, 
in the best way it knew how so that I wouldn't experience any more pain of abandonment. I wouldn't experience any more emotional fear or terror about being left. And it did that for me, but at the same time, it also numbed me out and it disconnected me from life. And so this made it extremely hard to connect with gratitude. Now, in the past few years, through my own self-research and self-study and a lot of wonderful resources and teachers out there, I have done the work of rewiring my nervous system so that instead of predominantly being in this dorsal vagal, frozen, numbed out nervous system state, I would say I do spend the majority of my time more in the what is called the ventral state, the regulated state, the warm state, the connected state, the state where hope and possibility live, and yes, where gratitude live too. Now gratitude comes so much more easily to me. I still don't do a gratitude practice because... I don't know. I just don't. I've never really fully connected with it. But what happens for me is I feel gratitude on a much more significant level. I am able to look right now at the books around me, at this computer, at this vase of flowers that I have on my desk and be like, oh my gosh, isn't it amazing that I have access to these things? And I truly feel that in my body in a way that I really couldn't in those in those many, many years where I was trying to connect to a gratitude practice. So first off, I want you to know, if you don't connect with a gratitude practice, if it makes you feel worse, this is nothing to do with you being broken or wrong. One possibility is is that your nervous system is in a state of dysregulation that is preventing you from accessing those feelings of gratitude. It's not because you're selfish. It's not because you're broken, okay? It could be that your nervous system is in the same kind of state of this frozen shutdown that mine was for so long. And two, what I want to tell you is that you can move on from that state through consistent nervous system practices and rewiring um, through through a slow process of moving out of the frozen state and coming back online, gratitude can re-enter your life and you will be able to feel the things that cause you to feel awe and wonder and magic and connection. And how do you start to do this? Well, in Soothe, we explore the nervous system at a pretty deep level. We spend Uh, one of our first months on nervous system work, we save the mindset work for later after we get your nervous system like a tiny bit more regulated. And let me just state this, like for a nervous system that has been in dysregulation for for years or decades, which is many of us, you're not going to like fully rewire your nervous system in one month, but I will give you the consistent practices that will help you build little by little and come back to the state of engagement and regulation. Um, But there are also tactics that you can do right now on a day-by-day basis. So especially if you resonate with being in the state of dorsal shutdown, this is the state where depression, shame, numbed out, disassociation lives, right? Flatness. So if you find yourself in this state or you're like resonating with some of the things that I'm saying, there are a few things that you can do. The first thing is that try to engage a few of your physical senses every day. I remember when I was starting to rewire my nervous system and I was still doing gratitude practices, the the things that I could feel gratitude for were scents, <laughs> like smells. Like I would be like, oh my God, I love this incense. It smells so good. I feel grateful for this incense. Or like, oh my God, I found the best new essential oil. Um, it smells amazing. I can feel gratitude. Or oh my God, this candle smells so good. And as looking back, I'm realizing that I could access gratitude for those things because 
those scents, those smells were bringing me back online in my body, which was helping me move out of the frozen nervous system state. So sense, <laughs> but also um, all your other physical senses. So some things that are good for moving out of the frozen state of the nervous system are running your hands under cold water or holding onto ice cubes or just like letting yourself feel coldness on your skin. Other things are tactile senses. Like I also would feel co- like really grateful for cozy blankets and textiles. That was something I could connect to gratitude around. So anything that feels really good on your skin. Um, nature, so your sight, seeing beautiful things. Nature for me was such a regulating resource. Um, and I could feel grateful when I was in nature and I was taking in beautiful sights. And then music, um, music and also taste. So things that were really stimulating to my taste buds, um, music that sometimes it was really slow, but like maybe like really emotionally resonant music, I could feel connection to those things. So think about your five physical senses and think about the things that delight those senses and try to incorporate more of those into your life. Um, A second tactic for coming out of the freeze state where there's a lot of disassociation, there's like the freeze numbness dorsal vagal shutdown state for me, like could be categorized in a sentence of what's the point. So there's like a despair and hopelessness in this shutdown state. So if you find yourself thinking, what's the point a lot, or I suck, or there's no point, or this is hopeless, consider that you might be in this nervous system state. And something that really I found regulated my Soothe Masterminders and me when we were in dorsal vagal was creating uh, personal agency lists. So it was just writing down, like if we were stuck in a frozen state about an area of our life, it would just be like writing down three things that we could do, <laughs> like anything. Um, so say I had gotten into a dorsal state around of shame and frozenness around maybe a program I was selling was like connecting with nobody and like nobody was buying it. And I was about to go into this hopeless despair area, but I would force myself to write down three action steps I could take to impact that. I found that these personal agency lists, these action lists that we could do, were actually very regulating for getting out of the dorsal vagal shutdown state. Um, There was something about it that reminded us we did have personal agency. You know, and we're stuck in frozenness and in shame and in that nervous system state whatever small reminders we can find that we do have agency, that we do have power in our life, were very regulating for us. So those are two tactics that you might want to try. And the beautiful thing about the world right now is that the internet is connecting us to so much more resources, so many more resources, so much more education about the nervous system on a very basic level. You don't have to be an expert to understand and get this stuff and incorporate it into your life. But there are wonderful people on Instagram and on YouTube talking about these things. You can also read the books of Deb Dana and Stephen Porges, who are researchers on polyvagal theory, which um, is a little bit of the way that I talk about the nervous system. And they share exercises and worksheets and other things that you can do that will help begin to regulate your nervous system. So I hope this episode was a little bit helpful for those of us, those of you who have struggled with gratitude and have felt ashamed about it. Consider that it's not that you're selfish. It's not that you are broken or weird or anything else. Consider that your struggles to connect with gratitude are the result of a dysregulated nervous system that is a result of relational, emotional, or other trauma in your life. And that's just an option I want to give you. 
And the more that you regulate your nervous system, the more your nervous system is able to come back online and feel safe and connected, which is something we spend a lot of time on and soothe, the more gratitude you will feel. You will connect to that awe and wonder and gratitude and abundance again. I promise it has been true for me and I thought I would never feel it again. I thought I was destined to feel numb and flat for the rest of my life and that was just the way it was. But over here in Ventral, you know, and I still go into these nervous system states. I still get super dysregulated on the regular because I'm a highly sensitive person and the world is crazy and it is a super dysregulating world that we live in. And I know how to come back home to ventral. I have the tools. I will give you the nervous system tools that I use in Soothe. And, you know, if you don't join Soothe, there are so many books and educators out there that can give you the resources that you need to. But just consider this, right? Gratitude is great but it's hard to connect with when you're in a system of dysregulation and it's not your fault, but you can learn. You can take the steps to re-regulate your nervous system and connect to the sense of awe, wonder, and gratitude that you deserve to feel on a regular basis because you are also a miracle and those truths can be real for you again. I hope this was helpful. Sending all my love and talk to you next week. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews and find out more about The Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at katherinedandrews.com. Have a great day ahead.